Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Rudy Rodriguez, the host of the High Profit Event Show. And on today's episode, we have a super special guest. Uh, we have Mr. Jill Rogers on the show. And uh, Mr. Jill Rogers has actually done over 160 events. Uh, he's been featured on the Today Show, as well as being a best-selling author and a father of 10 children. <laughs> Gerald, welcome bum. to the show, sir. <laughs> Rudy, you know, I am honored to be with you, and uh, you've been a big part of my events for a long time. So anyway, I can uh, show up and contribute and share some of my experience with your listeners. I'm always game. Awesome, my friend. I'm really excited to have you on here today and uh, and being able to share some of the wisdom that you've taught me over the years and share with me over the years here with our listeners. And, you know, for those who uh, didn't hear the, uh, the little jingle for the episode done today, um, I have it that you're going to share with our audience how they could earn over six figures in a single weekend while changing people's lives. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's something that I'm before I got into this industry, it seemed impossible. You know, I mean, prior to doing this work, you know, like to even make six figures in a year was a big deal. And I remember that first weekend that I made over a hundred thousand dollars in a three-day seminar and it was so life-changing. It was just like, oh my gosh, I did it. Like I couldn't believe that not only I'd generated that much revenue, but I had done, done it doing something I loved and didn't feel like work at all. And I had been able to witness so many lives changed in the process. And I've, I've been hooked ever since. Oh, man, I think you just described the, the dream scenario for our listeners. <laughs> you know, not not just making the money, but feeling really good about it and not feeling like work. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the people that I hope are listening, people that have a powerful message, that have big hearts, that know that their work matters and that are here to be the change they wish to see in the world. You know, that to, like I hope the people that are listening are the people that are really driven by purpose and they believe in this possibility and they just want to know, okay, show me, how, how do you make this happen? Most definitely. Yeah. And, and uh, I'd be curious to hear a little bit about your, your journey, man, as you moved into events, um, you know, when did you do your first event and, you know, kind of tell us a little bit about your experience, uh, what brought you to where you're at today? Yeah. So I was a, I was a real estate investor in Orlando, Florida, when I first got introduced to the world of events and seminars and, the moment I started going to events and seminars and started learning all these different things, I was like, just blown away. It's just like, I had no idea this, this world existed. And I went to financial seminars, real estate investing seminars, but then I went to the transformational seminars, you know, with T.R. Becker, Tony Robbins, or all these legends. And like, I would go and I, my whole world would open up and I would feel more alive than I'd ever felt before. And I was hooked. So I became a seminar junkie. I just went to everything I could. <clears throat> and I know I'm, I'm not the only one listening that has been that. I'm, I'm sure that you have other listeners that know that feeling of being at a really great event and just feeling how awake 
you feel. And, and there came a moment where it's just like, I, I wanted to share that with someone else. And I remember I was at this one real estate event and I met this, uh, this guru, this teacher that was there. And I was like getting, I was having a conversation with him and he asked me this question that changed my life. Like, you know, those pivotal moments where everything like the direction of your life forever changes. He just asked a simple question. It's like, so Gerald, like when, when are you going to host your own event? I'm like, what me? Like he had known that I've been in real estate. He'd been known that I've been in personal development, but he, I, I had never believed I had, I had imagined being the guy on stage, but I had never believed in it until that moment. Does it make sense? And so there was something about him asking that question that instilled in me the faith to like, just make the leap. And, uh, and I jumped and I jumped hard and I, I just decided to do it. And I remember it was like, Less than a week later, I woke up with like this 2 a.m. idea of this event that I wanted to put on called the Invest Investor Summit. And I couldn't sleep and I just had to move forward. And I put all this, you know, thinking into it. And I called up all these dream speakers that I had wanted to have at this event. And they all said yes. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. And I, you know, most people when they're they're launching their first event. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do my first event in six months or in a year or, or two years, right? And they, they push it so far in the future. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do my first event in six weeks. So I set the deadline for six weeks and I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, like I had so much passion and energy and we ended up getting 1,200 people registered for the first event. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just, just mostly, I didn't have a list. So most of it was affiliate marketing and just getting you know, people I knew that had lists and the speakers to promote the event. And so, um, but they were free tickets. And so most of them didn't show up, but we had like three or 400 people that ended up coming to this event. And, and uh, it was amazing. And it was so terrifying and so exciting. And I was so clueless and I didn't have a mentor like Rudy on my team to show me what to do and what not to do. And so I made every mistake you can possibly make from, you know, making an outrageous room guarantee and losing a ton of money there, hiring an event manager for like $23,000 that, you know, I felt like I needed to have to hiring an AV team. We had like 10 full-time AV staff. You know, we put like $45,000 into the AV system. I got slaughtered. I ended up losing so much money at that event, over $40,000 I lost in that event because I didn't have the right coaching. But there was this moment at that event where, I saw the audience and I was standing on stage and I was sharing with them from my heart, you know, what I was passionate about and like why I created the event. And I just started crying and they were crying. And in that moment, I just knew that I was home. I knew that this is the work that I wanted to do. I knew that I needed to figure this out. And so even though I took a, a bath, you know, financially and just lost so much money that I, I, even at that time, I was like, oh, this was the investment into my education I needed to make. It had been way cheaper just to hire a coach, just to hire a mentor, hire someone to be on my team that could help me. But I didn't do that. And so I had to learn through the school of hard knocks, but it was the path that sent me, you know, moving forward. And, and uh, by the third event that I did, I had figured it out and I made over six figures in 
three days and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that feels a lot better. And um, now over 160 events later, I'm still addicted. I still like can't wait for our next event. I can't wait for our next retreat. I can't wait for the next experience I have to be on stage or to be in a group of people and to be able to facilitate that journey. Like it's the funnest thing on the planet for me. I love it so much. And I've learned a lot, you know, since those early days and my message has evolved and changed and shifted over the years. My event names have shifted. My business names have shifted, but what's remained true through that whole time is like my unwavering commitment to create um, life-changing experiences for people and to love, love every minute of it. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you sharing that. And um, I love how you so candidly shared all the mistakes or some, many of the large mistakes you made at that first event and because you didn't have a coach, right. And, uh, and how it cost you so much, um, not having a coach, but you also did learn those valuable lessons that led to your success by the time you had your third event, which is really cool. Um, I love, uh, for, cause I'm sure the listeners now are like leaning in. They're like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> um, if you can share a little bit about like, um, what, what, what your strategy is to do an event? Like when you want to put an event on the calendar, you want to design it, like, what do you think through when you're like, okay, this is what my next event is going to be. And then, and then how do you promote it? Yeah. So this is, there's obviously so much to it. You know, I've got 12 years of like exploring, you know, this to, to, uh, like, so there's a lot we could talk about, but just to condense it, I really follow my, my own passion compass, you know, like I, I, I always follow inside of me. It's just like, okay, what feels inspiring to create next? And I'm always asking what's next, you know, different people have different personalities. You know, if you're someone like a Tony Robbins or Joe Dispenza, you just have one event or you have a couple of events and you just do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you just like focus on mastery on those very, very specific things. And, you know, Tony's been doing Unleash the Power Within for 40 years, the same event, and just makes minor tweaks and, and just refines it. And, and he's a master of that because he's focused 40 years of his life on doing the repetition. Um, for me, I have a very different personality template, where if I do the same thing twice, I'm bored with it. So for me, like, I really have to focus on the passions. Okay. What do I feel most inspired to create next and, um, and to follow that. And, and what I notice is if I'm inspired about it, then I can get other people inspired about it too. If I feel energy, if I feel like this, this life force, like bursting from inside of me, I can enroll anyone into the journey with me. If I'm not inspired, it's, it's going to flat and I'm going to have a hard time getting people there. So, so I, I personally, for me, follow the passion, follow the energy, follow, you know, what is the thing that makes me feel most alive? Because I know if I'm most alive, then I can bring other people into that experience with me. Amazing, man. I once heard that uh, sales is a, a transference of energy. And I can see how, when you connect your passion to the event, that energy comes through you and people naturally want to follow you um, and come to your events. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and sometimes I've, I've hosted events and it's like, oh yeah, I should do this. You know, I should do an event on this, or this is what I did before and it worked, but I didn't have any energy and I don't get anyone there. Like it's hard to 
and hard to fill a room unless you've got just outrageous passion and energy for what you're doing. And um, so it's, it's definitely tuning into what is most alive in me, but then thinking, okay, how can I serve these people and, and designing the event experience around what they need? So it's a combination between what I'm most excited about and what I feel like they most need to be able to create what they want. Very cool. Awesome, man. And so here you are, you find yourself in a situation where you connected with your passion, you came up with an event and you get it on the calendar. Uh, you're energizing, you're excited about it. It's in alignment with you. Um, how do you go about reaching people and communicating uh, your event and promoting your event? You're a master promoter. Like you, you have such a great presence and people follow you. Tell us a little bit about uh, your strategy for your yeah. psychology. And this is, this is a million dollar question. How do you fill a room? Right. And, um, and I wish, I wish that I had a magic formula that said, Hey, just do this sequence of things and you'll have 50 or hundred people in your room. It's not like that. Instead you have like five or 10 different things you're doing. And this one strategy gets two people and this one gets three people and this one gets five people. And, and there's, there's no matter what, there's some hustle involved, right? There's, there's energy output and, and following that trail. And so sometimes it's getting on, you know, other platforms, other podcasts, other stages and being able to speak. Like there was one time I did one of my hypnosis shows. I did a, um, a show and, and I got like 85, 90% of the people that were at that event all signed up for mine. And, and my event was filled from one speaking engagement. And there's been other times where I've made posts on social media and I've got an outrageous outpouring. And then there's been other times where I've spoken at an event and I get two people registered and I make a post on social media and only one person registers. And then I have to hop on the phone and follow up with a lot of people. And then there's other times where referrals like fill it. So it's, it's always a combination of joint ventures, like actually speaking on people's stages, podcasts, other people's platforms. Number two, referrals, getting people to um, spread the word and invite other people. Number three, um, doing social media and social media um, engagement of different forms. And number four, just going out and networking. Like some of our most valuable clients come because I just go to other people's events, make some valuable relationships and give invites to people that are at those events. And, and, uh, and that's kind of like the secret. And one of my early mentors, T.R. Becker, he, he shared this. It's like, where's the place you're most likely to find people that are willing to go to a seminar is at a seminar right? Seminar goers go to seminars, seminar buyers buy seminars, coaching buyers buy coaching, right? So, so being in those environments where those people are hanging out and uh, just a lot of like heart and hustle, you know, I've seen so many people that they have these massive aspirations when they're first getting started. It's like, I'm going to have a thousand people on my event. And then the event happens and they have two people there. Like, what do you do? Well, I posted about it on social media, right? <laughs> they, they think that's marketing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you have to be willing to be a promoter and you have to be an advocate and you have to be willing to bring the fullness of your energy to inspire people to make that commitment because it's a big commitment, whether it's one day, two day, three day event, like it's, it's a big deal for them to block that out of their calendar and come and invest financially to, to be there. So they need to really feel your passion and your energy and to understand like why it's a must for them and not just a, hey, this would be cool if I went there. 
Yeah, this is awesome, Gerald. I, I love how you're you're just sharing kind of the truth of what it takes. It takes the hustle. It takes the heart. It's not one easy. It's not one easy button to push, and it all works every single time, right? I think it, fundamentally, it's like you gotta want it, um, and you gotta have the passion, and the drive, and figure out how to make it happen. Yeah, and um, and and for the people that do get to the point where they can fill it like instantly, like Joe Dispenza is like one of my favorite examples because he sends out an email and he gets 1400 people registered for an event at $2,000 each within like two minutes. Right. But that's because he's been doing this for 20 years. And even four or five years ago, he had a hard time getting a hundred people in the room and he just kept doing it. He kept doing it. He kept doing it and kept creating and kept creating and kept creating. And there were lots of events that he used to do. And he used to travel all over speaking on stages and getting one or two people here, one or two people there he paid the price over 20 years to get to the point where he's built the system and he's got the team and he, and he has the, the notoriety, you know, and, and everyone wants to be at that stage without actually going through the 20 years of work. Right. And that's, that's, I think a valuable reminder is every quote unquote overnight success is at least seven years in the making, right. They've been doing the work. And so the other thing that I just encourage people to know is just like, you don't need, 100, 200, 500, 1,000 people on an event to have it a successful event. You can do an amazing event with like, like I'm, I'm just going, I'm just going to share this story real quick. Um, so I, I decided to do this event in Texas a few years ago and it was, didn't have much of a list there. So I had this partner that was going to fill the event and um, I got to the event expecting to have like over a hundred people there. And we had 11 people show up, 11. And I was like, so disheartened. I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a waste of time. I'm going to lose money, like all of these stories. But then I like shift my energies like, oh no, okay. These 11 people showed up. They're here for a reason. And I'm going to bring all of me to this event. And so we just delivered and, and focused on pouring into these people. We ended up doing $125,000 in sales with 11 people in the room. <laughs> so that's something I just want to emphasize. You don't need a huge room to have a successful event. You just need to have a commitment to keep pouring out value and, and finding the right people that are most ready for what you have to offer. And I was, I was muted there for a moment. Um, I think that's another valuable point is uh, two things I'm hearing there. One, people you have to be willing to pay the price. It takes at least seven years to have an overnight success. <laughs> and to even start with where you're at, even a small event with, 10, 11 or 10 people can be a six figure event if you're willing to commit to the passion and service and, and adding value to people at the highest level. Yeah. And I want to emphasize overnight success. Like, how do you define that? I, I mean, if you want to be a Joe dispenser, if you want to, you know, get to that point, like it's a commitment to the long haul and being committed to it. But, you know, I, I did my first six figure event within the first year. And I think that's possible for everyone as long as they have the ingredients, as long as they have a great team, as long as they have a high-end offer, as long as they have, you know, a powerful sales team like you, Rudy, uh, you know, that's helping them as long as they have clarity on their message. And as long as they can know how to attract and, and get people in the room, then anyone can have like a really successful business very quickly. But in terms of, you know, building that national brand, it can take the commitment and effort to get there. Most definitely. Thank you, Joe, for sharing that. And um, 
I want to get to the the point of the event that actually I think you're most brilliant in is, you know, here you are at the event itself. You know, you have people who've come, who travel, but they bought the ticket, they're there, they're, they're eager, they're excited and you deliver, right? You deliver a three, four, maybe sometimes even five day event. And you have a reputation of creating events that are distinct and unique and full of magic. Um, definitely memorable. Love to get hear a little bit from you about your strategy as far as creating that that experience for your your clients and having them become raving fans. Yeah, and I think each person, like when you're facilitating, you're going to find your own style. And and I know mine's very unique because I'm very much I just want experiential events. I want things where people are interactive and the community is being built and people are opening their hearts and connecting at a deep soul level. I want events where it's like fun and playful and it's deep. And and my job as an event designer is, is to kind of create a roller coaster of experiences where I'm taking them through a journey and I'm intentionally building it so that I have all these different experiences. I'm not, I some people are, and I'm not. I can't I can't sit in an event and listen to information for three days. Like it, that, like I, I get so overwhelmed and so bogged down, and it's just not fun for me. So I want experiences, I want this variety, I want interaction. And so I'm always looking for how do I create the momentum where people's energies are fully engaged and and then there's these four different personality types, you know, that that if you're mindful of about it and the design of the event, it makes the event so much more impactful and it reaches all these different parts of the audience. So these four different personality scripts are, one is the warrior. The warrior is the person that wants results and wants to make things happen. It wants to, uh, yeah, very, very direct and, and very results focused. The visionary, which is playful and fun and creative and spontaneous and outgoing. The healer, which is about connection and and you know contribution and service the um, oracle which is about details and information and structure and blueprints and then the um, yeah so the warrior the oracle the healer and the visionary um, so when you're designing the event if you can keep these different archetypes in mind then you have the visionary things which are super fun and the games and the activities and the music and the energy and getting people moving. Then you have the healer where people are dropping their heart and they're connecting deeply with the people around them and they're sharing their emotions and they're, and they're like really emotionally engaged in the journey. And the Oracle where they're getting the details and the information, the frameworks and the, you know, the, the blueprinted things. And you're, you're showing the slides and you're, going to the thing and you're having them take notes and the warrior, which is helping them really see the results and, and helping them take action and, and creates movement. And so when I'm de designing an event, I want to make sure each of these personality archetypes are like really hit on so that everyone feels like the events for them. And then, um, and then building in lots of um, experiences and, and then being very selective about like the, the people you invite to share your stage with you, right? If you have other speakers to come in to be very intentional with, why are they there? What are they contributing? What, how, how is it complementing the content and the offers that you're making and, and not competing with it? And so being very intentional with making sure that you have the right people there that are sharing the stage with you because you don't need to teach the whole event. 
God, that would be exhausting to teach three days all, all by yourself. You can build in all these different, you know, components where they can bring their expertise and then people love it because they get, you know, those different energies built into it as well. Awesome, Joe. Thanks for sharing that. I love the, uh, the emphasis on the different personalities. I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that as well. When I, when I train and teach people to take the stage and to address their audience, I cover the four, four different personalities. We use uh, the disc archetypes, but they're very similar. Um, and to make sure that we're hitting on the needs and the desires of all the different types and it makes a difference. Um, so you touched briefly on being on the stage and you touched briefly on, you know, making an offer. Uh, here you are, you know, at the typically the second or third day of a three-day event, and it comes time, the opportunity to invite people to play at a higher level with you. Kind of talk us through uh, your strategy and how you go about, you know, having six-figure events and also a little bit of the psychology behind it too. Yeah, and, and once again, there's a lot to it. And this is why anyone that's actually really serious about this, get Rudy on your team and, and he'll guide you through it because there's so much sales psychology, so much. And it's like a really in-depth process. And, and what, I, what I'm going to say, like from my personal perspective is if I'm facilitating the event, I don't want to do sales. I'm not, I don't position myself as a salesperson. I'm not even pitching you know, my program. All I'm doing is creating awareness and creating this energy and, and then creating a really bold and powerful invitation for them to explore whether or not moving forward with us and our team is a match for them. And if I'm, if I'm dynamic enough in the community that I've built, and if I'm clear enough in terms of the vision of what's possible, if I've demonstrated value and established credibility, then the, the quote unquote pitch is just like, hey, let me share with you something I'm really excited about that we've created to support you if you're really serious about your journey and moving forward and creating the life, life that you love. And I just share the details and I, I help people see the vision. And I just want them to see themselves in that future that I'm painting for them. But then the pitch is like super, super easy. It's just like, hey, if you're really serious about moving forward, then go to the back of the room and schedule an appointment with one of our coaches to sit down with you and just explore like what you're creating, where you're at right now, what you need help with, and see if there's a way we can help you and see if it's a match to move forward with us or not. That's it, right? Just a simple invitation to sit down with our strategists and explore whether or not they're qualified, and there's so many different things you could do. You could have them fill out an application. You could have them, you know, you can filter it. You can, you know, create bonuses and limiters to your offers to inspire them to move forward. There's so many different things you could do, but it, those are all dependent on your audience and how many people are there and, and uh, how big your team is to support you. But biggest thing I'd say is just like work with Rudy. <laughs> And I, I know you didn't bring me on the show to say that, but um, after having done all these events, there's been events that I've tried to manage the sales on my own or worked with the salespeople that weren't qualified. Um, and it just it costs a lot of money when you try to do it on your own. It costs a lot of money. It's a big waste of money to not have a sales team. <laughs> you know, it's a, it, like it, yeah, so... 
Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate that, that uh, compliment. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer that, you know, we want to free you as the thought leader up to do what you do best, um, to lead from the front of the room and to teach and to create that container and raise that energy, uh, and then have the support around you with a great, uh, support group in back of the room, um, to help take people to the next level and to give them the custom uh, individual support that everybody needs. And people are making a, a $10,000, $30,000 plus decision. You know, they need, they need some custom guidance many times. And uh, I think it's important that we're able to deliver that as part of their experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's, it's a team game, you know, it only happens if, if everybody's aligned and everyone has a clear vision and you know what the offer is and your whole team's like pushing towards that. And if that happens, you know, there's, there's no place easier to enroll people than an event. You know, they're, they're having this amazing experience are deeply connected. They're, motivated they see the possibility they've had breakthroughs they're like oh yeah this it just makes sense you know in those environments to make sure that you leave with support and and um and i always like really emphasize the importance of whether me or someone else like you need a coach you need a coach if you're going to move forward you need support you need mastermind and drive that home and then people get that and then they see when they're at your event it's like oh you're the logical solution for my problems yeah absolutely and that, that's probably a whole another podcast right there how to yeah there's a whole another topic right there which would be great there's so many I topics here like like anytime you're sharing your message yeah. there's so many layers there's layers on powerful presenting skills there's a layer on building a powerful offer and, and creating like world-class experience for your customers there's there's a whole you know depth of content that we could talk about in terms of how to identify your target market and what their needs are and what the problems are that they're dealing with and, and cultivating that clarity around your mind. Like there's so many different layers to this work, which is what makes it exciting. And, and it, it's, it's an ongoing journey of learning. Like you'll, you'll never have it all figured out. And the moment you think you do is the moment you're dead because it's not going to be true for long. You know, it always changes. Yeah. I love your emphasis on, on uh, the journey that you shared on this podcast and always, learning and growing and uh, evolving. So, uh, Gerald, this has been really, really helpful and insightful for our, our audience. Um, I'd love to go into a quick little bonus lightning round questions here. Uh, we'll do just kind of little 30 second or less type of responses for a few questions. Um, so what would you say are like um, three up to three common mistakes that either you've made early on or you see people make early on when they're doing events? Um, over plan, overthink, over prepare, you know, people just like, they, they feel like it all needs to be figured out. It all needs to be perfect before they get started. And so they, they wait, they hesitate, they just overanalyze and, and honestly, like they, they spend a year, two years doing something that should have been done in four weeks. I've recently seen that <laughs> and I've seen the impact of that. Oh, yeah. So many people, like I, the countless examples I could share with you, people that just, they, they think that they have, need to have it all figured out from the beginning. You don't just, you just get started and you grow and prepare. And, and then the second thing is people put too much emphasis on their first event. Like if I, I could give advice to anyone, it's like, don't focus on your first event, focus on your fifth event get your first event done, do the best you can, learn from it, 
do your second event, do the best you can learn from it, but keep the movement moving forward so that by your fifth event, you've got the system dialed in, you have the offers dialed in, you have like, but like if you, if you focus on, okay, I want to have my fifth event by, you know, in 12 months, then it's, it puts you in momentum where you don't get stuck. If the first one doesn't work out the way it's not going to work out the way you expect it to, it might be better. It might be worse, but it's not going to be what you expected because you've never done it before. And most likely there's going to be a lot of learning that you have to do, but as long as you're focusing on the third or fifth event, then you don't get stuck, you know, when the attendance isn't as much as you want, or if you, you know, had misjudged the offer, or you didn't feel comfortable with, you know, different things. It's just like, oh, okay, great. Next event, this is what we're going to do better. This is what we're going to do better. This is what we're going to do better. You do that even for just five events. Your fifth event is going to be off the charts. But so many people are so stuck because they want the first event to be right. So just stop. Just go. Just make something happen. Yeah, I love it, man. What's a good book or resource you might recommend to someone who's uh, leading events? Um, I mean, I love Brendan Burchard. If you have have the chance, go to Brendan Burchard event. Um, he's a master, and he's got this great book called Millionaire Messenger which is a really, really useful book for, you know, cultivating your message and clarity, but he's, he's just really good. He's really knows how to do events, at least the type of events I like, you know, and, and his book, Millionaire Messenger is a really valuable one. Awesome. That was really helpful. Thank you. And, um, Joel, I'm curious at, at this point, I want to let the listeners know, you know, what's the best way that they can uh, either connect with you or learn more about you and your work, maybe even come out to one of your events. Uh, what's like the number one way people, listeners can, uh, can follow you or tune in? Yeah, so um, I would love to just make the invitation if you feel inspired to come join us. We have this event called the Legendary Seminar, which is a three-day transformational breakthrough experience, which is super fun. And especially for those of you that are looking to do events, like it'd be a great perspective of to see like how it works. And if you come, I'm even happy to take you behind the scenes and help you understand, you know, some of the nuances. Um, and because you're here, I'm going to add the promo code Rudy. So you can get a ticket for 50% off <laughs> if you choose to join us. So just use the code word Rudy uh, to get that discount. I'll add that. Um, and would love to have you. We do those several times a year. And then uh, just on social media, Gerald Rogers, you know, is, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm always happy to connect with other people that are making a difference in the world. And, and uh, yeah, if I can serve you, I will. Awesome. Super generous of you, Gerald. Thanks for sharing that with our audience. And uh, uh, I have a couple more questions, more on the personal side, I'd love to ask you, um, you know, what's the next kind of summit um, that you're climbing in your life right now? What's maybe a, an obstacle or challenge that you, you're working on overcoming to get there? Yeah, I mean, for me, like our goal this year is to build our Warriors of Light um, community. Warriors of Light are just these change makers and thought leaders and soul-driven entrepreneurs and to build this community up to where we have 44 people in the community this year. And um, it's, a, it's a brand new community and, and I want to make it a deeper experience of masterminding than anyone's ever experienced before and like a really deep community. And, and so there's ongoing lessons in terms of, okay, how do we, how do we continue to offer the impact and, and create like the, 
the masterminding experience through the journey to be world-class and then building the systems along the way so that everyone feels like really well taken care of. So those are some things that I'm really working on this year. Awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, kind of our final question here, um, what legacy do you want to leave behind? Like when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, there's a phrase that we use at our events. It's called EFM, epic fucking magic. And, you know, that's what, that's what I, I want to be remembered for. It's just like to live a life filled with magic and filled with these moments of wonder and awe and inspiration. And for anyone that knows me, they, I want them to think back. It's like, oh, yeah, anytime I was with Gerald, there was a ton of EFM. <laughs> Well, my friend, I can testify to that. My own experiences being with you. <laughs> We've had quite a few uh, PFM experiences. <laughs> and uh, to yeah, to our, our group and audience, if you're tuning in, I uh, highly recommend you take your all up on this opportunity to come to one of his events. I promise it'll be unlike any other event that you've ever experienced. It'll be unique. It'll be magical. And, uh, and you'll learn a ton from Gerald as a master event leader. Uh, Gerald, in our final minute here to wrap up, sir, I, I want to thank you for being on our show. Is there anything, um, any final comments you'd like to share with our audience? Uh, just do it. You know, there's so many reasons not to do it. There's so many reasons to hesitate or to be afraid or to worry about, you know, losing money or feeling not prepared or feeling embarrassed. There's so many reasons, but I can tell you nothing's quite like that moment when you're standing on stage at the end of a three-day event and you feel the impact that you've made in people's lives and you see how much the community has been built around your creation and you just have the satisfaction and and i'll tell you there's no better place to grow confidence and grow leadership skills and being at the front of the room and leading your own event so whether you've been doing events and you've done 100 in the past or if you're just getting started and you're just like launching into that journey just just stay focused and keep doing it because this is this is one of the sacred places for change to happen in the world and so be the change be the change you want to see in the world i love that quote thank you brother for being on again and uh, for our audience listening to this episode if you found value be sure to subscribe if you haven't already uh if you're on social media like this episode and also think about somebody who you think might benefit from hearing the message from today's show and actually share it with them. Uh, again, thank you, brother, for being on. I appreciate you. And uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and call it a wrap. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, 
you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day. Thank you.